0: Welcome to Growing With The Neera's podcast. I'm Sonia Neera.
1: And I'm Brian Nira,
0: And we're on a journey to learn and grow with you in the areas of faith, purpose, and relationship.
1: Yes, we are so excited that you joined us today on the podcast. We are going to be talking about loving your spouse through hard times.
0: Yeah, that's so good. You know, the reality is we're going to walk with our spouse through hard times because... You know, it's till death do us part. It's for better or for worse, for richer or for poorer. And the reality is we're always going to experience some kind of hardship throughout our whole life Mm. because that is how long we are in this thing for. Yeah. And, you know, how do you do that? How do you love your spouse through hard times?
1: Absolutely. I think that it's so important that what you just talked about the commitment that you make, the covenant that you make, it be, uh, properly and soberly understood yeah. that, you know, this covenant it's supposed to last through every single season of life and not yeah. every single season of life yeah. is easy or fun. Yeah. And uh, I know so many couples who have had, who have had, you know, their covenant tested through hard times, whether it was sickness, it was, you know, heartache it was job stuff getting fired
0: not being able to find a job you know going through you know kids and what that means and you know what about a rebellious teenager I mean there's so many things that um, you can face as a married couple as individuals in a marriage um, and how do you support your spouse and I just want to start off with You know, honey, I think you've done this really well. Thank you. We've only been married four years. Yeah. Which is not a long time. But, you know But it's dog years, right? It's dog years. (laughs) Yeah. Marriage years are like (laughs) dog years. And there's been so many seasons. It's not been four seasons. It's been countless seasons um of walking together and you supporting me. And, you know, I wanna start out. Truly talking about a conversation that I you told me about. Yes. That you had with um your with our good friend Zenon mm-hmm. Um and they were at a breakfast like early in the morning and Zenan asked Brian such a profound question and the question was this.
1: Yeah. So Zenan and I were talking, he had just gotten married, and so you know, he was just talking about how, you know, there's a kind of a learning curve to um there's a learning curve to being in marriage and being in covenant and living with somebody all, being with them all All the the time. time. And so, you know, he just asked me the question. He said, uh, when's the time that you've had to love Sonia through hard times? And so I immediately began um, telling him about the beginning of our marriage. And so we got married in 2018. And on the second day of our honeymoon, uh, we actually hadn't even flown out to our honeymoon destination. We were staying in a hotel in the city that we were in, Sonia began to have uh, panic attacks. And uh, it was something that I wasn't familiar with or used to by any means. And I didn't really- <laughs> Have f- you
0: ever seen anybody have a panic attack before? Never
1: in my life. Mm-hmm. Never in my life had I, had I experienced, somebody experience like intense anxiety uh, before. I didn't even really know what anxiety was. I'd read, you know, obviously there's a lot of scriptures that talk about like, Anxiousness, uh, anxiousness. Yes, and, not and I, I was like, yeah. okay, maybe it's just you know I didn't understand the magnitude of it, and so um, I remember when we were in Cabo, and it was the it was the first day. It was within the first couple hours that we got there, and like we were sitting in the we were sitting in the jacuzzi, yeah. We're, and I remember you were like, yep. I need to tell you something, and like you were not yourself, yeah, you were not yourself. I was like, oh my goodness. What is she about to tell me? She's about to tell me that she doesn't love me and that she feels like this is a mistake or something. I had no clue. I had no clue what you were about to tell me, honestly. And so I was just like, okay. And I sat there and I remember like it was literally like I was hanging off the edge of a cliff. And then, you know, she just began to tell me about, you know, the fact that, you know, she had experienced anxiety earlier on in her life, but hadn't experienced it for like close to 10 years. You hadn't, she hadn't experienced it, but like in this moment it had come back in a way that she had never experienced before and that she was having like serious anxiousness and, you know, even panic attacks. Um, And I remember, uh, honestly, I was like a little relieved. I was like, ooh, I thought it was something else. No, But then, you know, we went on the journey of, you know, in the coming days of like, you know, working that out. And, you know, watching, you know, my wife experiencing panic attacks and me being a new husband and not even knowing, like, what what do I do in this moment besides just hold you, you know, besides, like, hold you and make sure sh- until, you know, the shaking stops. and And so that was a very hard time for both of us, obviously harder for her, but through a <laughs> lot of prayer, like a lot of intercession, countless, countless, you know, hours of prayer, you know because uh, when we went back home and when we went back home 2 weeks later uh we moved to Nashville so we were in a city all by ourselves in a very little apartment and <laughs> i remember and like the ceiling was low so it made it feel like it, it was, was like weird. a dungeon yeah it is. but you know i, I like i like it was a somebody. cute
0: apartment but it was a hard time so it just yeah. felt like a dungeon
1: <laughs> yeah it did it was a hard time but i remember you know you know we just had nights where you know, Sonia would experience panic attacks and you know intense anxiety. Um, we obviously knew that it was the enemy coming against her, um, and in she, our marriage, in yeah. our and our marriage. And you know, you know, maybe the maybe the circumstances were conducive for that her experience, but we knew that it was way more than flesh and blood. And so, yeah. like we overcame. You know, through a lot of prayer, through a lot of intercession, through a lot of, you know, you know, waking up in the middle of the night and praying it away, like praying the anxiety away, praying until the anxiety went away and praying until, you know, we were we were both able to go back to sleep. And so, for, you know, I would love for you to give them a little bit more background about, you know, your experiences and everything that um that that led up to these moments.
0: Yeah, um. I think, well, you know, gosh, when I was nine years old, I started having panic attacks. And then from nine to like 12, every single night I had a panic attack. Um, And the circumstances as to why I started having panic attacks is really an extended story we can get into another day. But really just childhood trauma. I mean, trauma, trauma that a child was experiencing that my little soul and body just didn't know how to comprehend. Mm -hmm. And so fear took over and, um, it turned into a panic disorder. And I mean, my mom, God bless her. She did everything she could for me. You know, I went and saw so many different counselors, um, you know, and nothing really helped until truly like the Lord touched me um because i'm completely for counseling i'm completely for techniques i'm also for medicine in some cases yeah. um but for me nothing relieved me except for the presence of god truly and so i had it had been almost 7 years before i had had a panic attack um the second day after we got married it had been 7 years since i had had a panic attack mm-hmm. And I mean I'd experienced anxiousness but there's a difference between anxiety and a panic attack. Oh yeah. And so um it was really scary. It was really scary for me because it's like it's like a cancer survivor overcoming cancer. I'm going to cry. Mm. And they find out their cancer is back. Mm. And you're supposed to be experiencing the most beautiful time. Yeah. You know, but this is how Brian loved me well through that circumstance. Is he told me when we were on our on our honeymoon? He said, "He said, Sonya, we're gonna pray and we're gonna worship God until you feel better. And if we have to stay in this apartment or this hotel room, you know, all day long until you feel better, then that's what we're gonna do. And every single day, I experienced anxiety, and every single day we prayed and worshipped until the Lord brought peace.
1: Yeah, and
0: it the Lord honestly." I have complete fond memories of our experience. Same. Like, it was so beautiful and so sweet yeah. because we experienced the true presence of God together. Yeah. And I'm so grateful, you know, to have somebody. He didn't show me. He probably felt disappointed, but you you never showed me that. and You yeah. never made me feel bad for, like, ruining our honeymoon, mm-hmm. if you will. Mm-hmm. And, you know, even after that, the months to come of dealing with it every single day for months
1: yeah, you
0: know and having to you know navigate that was really difficult and you loved me so well and i would i remember i would wake up and i would hear (laughs) brian in the living room like screaming in prayer yeah like screaming in prayer for his new wife yeah and i don't cry because I'm still sad about it. I'm crying because that's beautiful.
1: Yeah. Like
0: that's so sweet. Mm. And that's so special. And that's what husbands should do yeah. to cover their wives and their children when, you know, they're, they feel helpless. They yeah. feel, you know, they're under attack truly
1: yeah. because there
0: was no natural reason for that to have happened. Yeah. The, the day after we got married
1: the day and after. what
0: happened was this is how spiritual it was what happened was, mm. I was, I was, it was at night. I stood up. I was in the bathroom. I stood up. I was by myself. Yeah. And all of a sudden, nothing, there was nothing wrong. We were about to go to sleep. I stood up and something hit my physical chest. It was like whoosh. Yeah. And I felt that familiar thing. Yeah. I felt anxiety. I felt it. It was so strong. It was overwhelming. And I said out loud, you were in the kitchen. And I said, in Jesus' name, I don't receive this. Yeah. Because I know what that feeling. Yeah, I'm so I it was so such a familiar thing and I remember like I trembled because for me when I have a panic attack I like shake uncontrollably it's like I don't know when I was in, uh junior high people thought that I was having seizures and it wasn't mm. a seizure it was a panic attack
1: yeah
0: and so I remember I shake that night and I was like yeah. this is weird like yeah. what's going on and then when we got to the resort the next day that's when it was like full-blown but yeah. I think that you know We persevered. I'm not having that anymore. Bless God. It was a season. The Lord touched me. The Lord delivered me. The Lord used that to bring us closer. And I just believe that whatever the enemy means for evil, God will bring good about from it. And so, you know, I would just say, like, for you, because you're the one who walked with me through a hard time. Mm. Like, how did you do that?
1: Yeah. Well, you know, I think... I had great examples. My parents were just an amazing couple, and you know I didn't see them go through a lot of like traumatic things, but I just always i saw i always saw them love one another always and I think that so loving you in during that time it was not an option like abandoning you wasn't an option, and I saw that any time that they had you know oh, I think the most dramatic thing I think I saw was like when my mom's father passed away, and you know you know, my mom was pretty...
0: Father or mom?
1: Uh, Father. And her mom passed away soon after that. But for when first, you know, and it was in like the middle of the night when she found out and she was crying and my dad was just there for her. Aww. And I remember, you know, thinking about that. You know, my dad I was like, "Wow, well, that's the type of husband that I want to be. I want to be the type of husband that's there for my wife. And so I think it was very important for me to... I'm going to move this closer just to make sure. I think it was really important for me to you know just be there and to be strong for you and to do all the only thing I really knew how to do and that was to pray. You know that was the only thing that I really knew how to do uh in that moment is like okay how do we overcome we overcome through prayer. And so that's what I feel like was you know that's I, I felt like using that weapon of prayer to fight on your behalf and to fight with you was the most important thing that I could have done. And, you know, even just thinking about the commitment that we, the covenant that we made and thinking about the message that our pastor, Pastor Ron, um, had spoken, uh, the pastor who officiated our wedding, Pastor Ron had spoken. Um, he talked about, you know, the difference between a covenant and a contract, a, co- a contract is essentially created to protect yourself. Yeah. But a covenant is created in an effort to, is created in an effort to, um, to give, to give rather than to get. And so that's what I thought was so important. then I even thinking, I'm thinking about, you know, uh, first Corinthians 13, you know, right now. And all of these things, like all of these things that, it declares love to, to be. be are literally in response to, in response to, I don't want to say a negative, but a challenging circumstance. So like love is patient. Why is love patient? Because at some point, like your spouse is going to get on your nerves. <laughs> at some point you're going to need patience. Yeah, You know, for us, what did patience look like in this? It looked like, Continue on the Lord until, perseverance until there came, was complete yeah. deliverance. Yeah. That, you know, that was the patience that we needed. Yeah. And it was love that drove us. Yeah. It love is kind. Why is love kind? Because sometimes, like, you know, it's sometimes you want to be rude or be unkind. Yeah. You want to be unkind <laughs> to each other. It does not envy because, like, you'll envy other people who are like, they look like their lives are perfect. Yeah. It's like, man. We just got married. We should not be experiencing this right now. Why are we walking through such such a hard circumstance when we just got married? Those other people aren't. They're just having the time of their life, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. love does not envy. You know, It does not boast. It's not proud. It doesn't dishonor. It's not self-seeking. In that moment, it was like, I can't be self-seeking. I can't be self-seeking. My wife needs me. In this moment. And then we can go on and on and on. But I think to answer your question, the long answer to your question is, you know, number one, I had a great father. Number two, 1 Corinthians 13, is clear about what love is.
0: Yeah. Prayer, community. Yes. And just commitment to not give up. Yes. I think it's how you love your spouse through hard times. Sometimes you need to reach out to people who have gone through similar situations so you can get hope but i just believe you know absolutely there's a scripture that says there's nothing that's too hard for god yeah and you know with him nothing is impossible and so there is hope for hopeless situations and if you are faithful like god will see it through even when we're faithless god will still see us through and so i think that's awesome yeah thank you guys
1: for listening
0: in our vulnerable moments
1: absolutely and you know if you're going through a season of life right now uh, in your marriage where you guys are having to love each other through hard things i just want to continue you know uh, hebrews 10 23 says let us not um let us hold fast to the hope that we profess for he who is promised is faithful let us hold unswervingly he is Amen. faithful he is faithful, he is faithful. Uh, So thank you all so much. Hey, do you want to just pray real quick for anybody who's suffering? Do you know, just going through a hard time in their marriage? Yes.
0: Um, Lord, right now in Jesus name, God, we just believe you are the hope. You are our hope. You are our only hope. And we just declare you, Jesus, over every person's situation, God, We just rebuke fear right now in the name of Jesus. Any person dealing with anxiety, we come against fear now in Jesus' name. Lord, we speak peace into the homes of every person listening to the sound of my voice, God. We just declare, Lord, if we believe in you, nothing is impossible. So, Lord, we believe for the impossible right now, God. We lift up our faith for the impossible outcome. Yes. And we believe you that you are able— You are able, Jesus. Mm. We worship you and we thank you. In Jesus' name,
1: amen. Amen. Thank you all so much for joining us here on the Growing With The Nearest podcast. Hey, we always want to remind you that the reason why we're here is because we are on a journey to learn and grow with you in the areas of faith, Faith, purpose, and and relationships. relationships. So thank you if you like this podcast and you're watching on YouTube, make sure you subscribe and comment on this uh, video. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or any other listening platform, make sure that you give us a rate, that you rate us, you comment, um, so that more people can get access to this podcast. We love you all so much, and we will see you next week on the Growing With The Nearest Podcast.